Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed under view podcast of all time. Welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. This is your host, the most charismatic man in entertainment, aka Mr. Tall Glass Awarder, with my man Dimitri. How you doing, boss? Peace and blessings. But anyway, let's talk about these taxes, shall we? So, Little Pump recently came out yesterday about voicing his support for Donald Trump. Um, have you got? Have you had the chance to see the video? No. It's hilarious. It's like ten seconds, bro. You have to watch it. That that had me in tears. I watched it like twenty times back to back. He was like, "F Sleepy Joe." I'm not paying more taxes. Trump 2020. And he was saying the N-word the whole time. And uh, Little Pump. Who is that? Whoa, 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 whoa. How old are you? You don't know Little... Come on, man. We in the same age range. You don't know Little Pump is. I don't know. Gucci I'll gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. I listen to them clowns, man. I, I mean, I don't listen to all his music, but I know he is. He's a... Uh, he, He's like a SoundCloud. Now he's a famous rapper. He has like well, the only thing I know about Lil Pump in passing. Now that I think of it, is that Soldier Boy did a show at a Macy's in 2011, way before Lil Pump was even famous, and Lil Pump was like in the front row at a Soldier Boy show. So yeah, well now he he amassed a, a good following. Uh, he has like almost 20 million on Instagram. He has like 18 on Twitter. 15 million on YouTube. He's a yeah, he's a big point. I mean he yeah he's he's for the I would like our slash younger. He's he's um half Cuban and Puerto Rican if I'm not he's mistaken. Yeah, so I mean I mean uh so this is not even just about little pump. He's not the only one. Waka Flock of Flame came out, said he's gonna support Trump. Obviously, 50 Cent came out. And people are getting upset with all these, you know, rappers and people coming out supporting Trump, which is very ironic because these people complain about them voicing their support for Trump, saying that their votes don't matter. But when Jennifer Aniston and all these other celebrities come out supporting Biden, uh, they're up in arms and willing to. But here's the thing. So all of these people have something in common. They're voting for Trump because they want to protect their pockets, which people are upset about. And it's like this. For me, if I had, if I was making $5 million a year, I wouldn't want to pay 62% in taxes. No way. I mean, right. I think there's a misconception going on with taxes. And I'm a, I, I, wanted, I wanted to talk about this because I feel like a lot of people don't understand how the tax system works and you know how taxes are are worked into the system um so let, let's bring this back to basic economics i wasn't taught economics in school and that's a big issue candace almost came out and talked about how schools want to talk about the lgbt history and and you know black history month which is great but we have a problem where people don't understand how taxes are are, are are shifted into the economy and that's something we have to talk about because once you start paying taxes you have to understand where your money's going how is work so right. so basically what's going on is when trump when biden comes in office he's going to repeal trump's tax plan and people are stuck on this oh he said if you make four hundred thousand or more 
he will tax you more. That's not how it works. Because what happens is California fences. I'm going to take this an example. Let's say California needs a hundred million dollars a year to sustain itself from taxes, right? Now you have Ben Shapiro. Um, uh, I don't know if you know this dude, Graham Stephenson, um, and a bunch of other uh, millionaires. And there was another billionaire that are leaving and they're taking their businesses with them, moving to Las Vegas, Texas, you know, states that have little to no income tax. When they leave, right? All these people are leaving. So the government still needs, uh, California still needs the $100 million a year to sustain itself. So people really think if these celebrities leave, California is not going to be, oh, well, they left. I'm not going to raise taxes. They still need to get that money. So what is the next best thing? They're going to go to us. That's how it works. You know, millionaires and people with money have the luxury to pick up and leave. They can go to Canada tomorrow. They can go to Europe next week. They can even do that in the morning if they want to. If they want to pick up and go, they can. They don't have to stay in California, New York, the big cities. So what's going to happen is when millionaires are and billionaires see this kind of number, 62% of your money is going to taxes. If they leave, we're going to have to pay for it. This is not... I think people lack the understanding of economics in this situation. Taxes don't work like that. The reason why taxes were low when Trump was in office or still is in office is because these people with money had no problem paying that money. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't a burden for them to be like, okay, I have to pay 42%. All right, that's fine. I'll pay. It. It's not a problem. I'll even give a little more. But when you force them to pay over half of their income, it becomes an issue. Um, how do you feel about celebrities like Waka Flocka and, you know, now a little pump coming out saying that, you know what, my pockets are important. I'm going to vote for Trump. It's a personal choice. So to them, they're grown men. They're successful. They can do whatever the hell they want. Not that it would matter anyway, because it's not that they're going to go broke because they still make six, seven figure incomes and sneeze you know, tens of thousands of dollars every day. So, I mean, that's all, you know, it's up, it's up to them. It's their personal preference, whatever it is that they want to do. I don't think it's people's place to say anything to them because it has nothing to do with you, you know, vote for who you want to vote for and then let them do whatever the hell they want. Right. And, and this goes into the divide because People love to call out the word coon and sell out and stuff like that. But there's there's something we have to address as people is that when someone becomes a free thinker and they realize I don't have to be a Democrat as a minority because Little Pump is Hispanic, Waka Flocka is a black man. When they come out and say, you know what, I don't want to vote for Biden. I'm going with this other party because my pockets are, are important to me. People call them out for it. You know, not even just regular people. You have other celebrities coming out. They're sellouts. They're not, you know, they're not for the black culture. They're not for the the minorities. You know, they just, they're there to support the white supremacists, which, I mean, is is false at this point, but it is what it is. People are going to have their conclusions. But it is an issue. I feel like people anyway always vote regarding their own personal choices. 
most people don't vote because they want to see the country do better. They want to see what can happen for their success. Because like you said before, when people get off work, they're not thinking about 50, the other, you know, 50,000 people in their, in their country um, and their city. They're thinking about their family, thinking about the food to put on their table. They, they're thinking about how they're going to pay their bills. And if, if a rapper or, or somebody want to say, you know what, I'm not doing this. I'm not paying 62% of my money to the, the, you know, to government, then they have the right to do that. And calling them a sellout is not the answer. I think people should understand where they're coming from. Because like I said, taxes is only there for the rich. It only benefits them. You know what I'm saying? Taxes are low when a, when the rich wants to pay taxes. Now you're putting them in a position where they have to pay more taxes. So they don't want to do it. So they're going to leave these 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 states and these cities that require, you know, over 50% of their money to go to taxes. Because like I said, when these people leave your your town, your city, your state, you're going to be left with paying it. And I don't think people really understand why, even though it's 400,000 or more, it doesn't affect us. You know what I'm saying? And, and this goes back to Obamacare too. Obamacare is another thing that has been talked about. Obamacare is a tax. People don't understand what it was when Obama created Obamacare. It was a tax. It was a way for you to pay for the premium of you basically paid to have better health care. You know what I'm saying? It was for the convenience of having health care. But premiums were sky high, and it was a tax. And people didn't understand why Trump repealed... I, I forgot the name of the part of the bill, but he took it out because, like I was saying to you, um, when that um, when Obamacare advisor was calling people stupid and you know stuff like that, I'm not saying he's wrong, but I think there is some truth to that. People didn't understand how Obamacare worked. And, you know, you think you're getting free health care, but when you go to the doctor, you need insulin, and it's like $1,000, and you're already paying $300. All right, I remember that. Yeah, like, I, look, I'm not here to sway people's vote. I'm just here to give the information. This is something we have to address because... Obamacare is not good. I've never had it. I'm not going to get it. And I've saw I've I've talked to people who had it before. Uh, as we pump for me with Obamacare, it's like seven hundred dollars. I don't think so. I do not think so. So let me ask you, because Trump wants to get rid of Obamacare. Do you think he should get rid of it, or do you think Obamacare should stay? I think people should get free health care. I think um, it should be set up. I mean, as wishful thinking, you know, in a perfect world, but I think there should be certain qualifications where health care is free. Isn't, isn't in Canada health care free? It is. And let me tell you something. So Stephen Crowder is from Canada. And he said the problem with the free health care system there, the stuff that they don't tell people, is that because it is free, you're taxing other ways 
that doesn't involve, you know, income and stuff. So when you buy cars, uh, and you see this in like Finland and other places that have free healthcare, free college, when you buy a car, let's say the car is ten thousand dollars, the the interest rate for that is like triple the amount. So that car is ten thousand dollars, but over the time of paying it, or when you pay for the sales tax and stuff, that that ten thousand that ten thousand dollar car is like seventeen thousand dollars, and he was saying that the the healthcare in Canada, even though it's free, unless you have money to skip the line, you will be waiting weeks and months to even see a doctor because doctors are paying. There's drawbacks. It, it's a huge drawback. This over three hundred million people in this in this in this country. If healthcare was free, there. Let's be honest here. The emergency rooms are already terrible now. Like you're in there for like eight hours a day. So if people didn't have to pay. I'm telling you, bro. Like that free healthcare thing. I, I I'm not with it because I don't think the positive the positives outweigh the negatives. Because if a doctor wasn't getting paid for every visit, why would he care to do the utmost? You know treatment for you. You know what I'm saying? Like fences, my, my, my buddy's dad is a heart, um, is a heart surgeon. Um, he makes over $500,000 a year, but that's because he have clients and those people who have private insurance pay a premium for that. When you have insurance, you pay a premium for that. But if healthcare was free and you didn't have to pay for your doctor's visits, it becomes an issue of how the doctors are getting paid. They're gonna get a, a a flat salary cap, and that's not right for them. You know, they spent 10, 15 years in school for this, just to not get paid a decent wage because healthcare is free. There's a lot of negative drawbacks that will come from free healthcare, and I think free healthcare, free college, it's should college be more affordable? Absolutely. Should healthcare be more affordable? Uh, affordable? Absolutely. But in terms of free, nothing in this world is free without a price tag to it. I'm telling you, nothing you get is for free unless your mom gives you a $20 bill. But everything that you want, there's a price to be paid for it. So Absolutely. It might be free, but when you need to see the doctor tomorrow, and but you only can be scheduled until like two months later, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, put, put it like this. I think when when... You know, let's say if I was in charge and, you know, there's free health care, I think there would just be a system behind that. So not only is it free, but then it's also accessible. So then, you know what I'm saying? Because free doesn't necessarily entail accessible or efficient. So, you know, obviously there's certain things that you would need to do, but I understand what you're saying. And to answer the Obamacare question, I mean, yeah, with all the aforementioned, I would get rid of it. I mean, obviously, if people are paying, you know, these obscene, you know, amounts of money that they clearly can't afford, then it's not what I was just describing, which is efficient. So you got to do away with it. Period. Yeah, and people are getting upset uh, about uh, with Trump about wanting to get rid of it, particularly Joe Biden, who helped put the Obamacare plan together. The problem with Obamacare don't even use it himself. Yeah, they don't use it. People. Look, the, the healthcare advisor outright said it was a tax. People were paying this large amount of money every month for 
comfortable health care. But what they didn't tell people, and this is the lady who ran the administration for Obamacare. She came out and said, they didn't inform people that the their monthly prices will go up depending on how um, how to market. You know, Big Pharma, for instance. Big Pharma is a scam. They, they they take medicine and they know it's very demanding. So they they throw the, the price up even more to make a profit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, as a pump should be like $200, but they charge it and not notice because they have asthma. As a pump is $200, but what they do is because they know a lot of people need it and it's not competitive, they can charge you $800 for that same asthma pump because supply and demand. Right. And, and like... Yeah, Obamacare was I don't think it was a good plan And I, I hope I don't know what the solution is, man I don't know how We can have An affordable healthcare plan For the country Without something Being evolved, you know what I'm saying Like, the money has to come from somewhere And this is what I'm yep. saying, the money has to come from somewhere So Joe Biden wants to invest I forgot what the number was, but it was like $3 trillion into the healthcare system for over 10 years. Who do you think is going to pay for that? Not just the people who make millions of dollars. All of us are. And, well, I mean, the thing is, even if it is affordable, you're still going to be paying three to four, $500 a month for it. So I don't know what the solution is. I don't know if free healthcare is the is the... Is, is the is the right way to go about stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, I hear you. But, you know, all I'm saying is for this election, at this point, I think we all screwed. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we still got the pandemic. There's still no vaccine. And, you know, country, I, we're still in lockdown, California. And they're already putting restrictions for Thanksgiving. So I don't know, man. I feel like at this point, no matter who you choose, no matter who you vote for, I don't think nobody has the magic pill to make these issues go away. And if people really feel like one candidate or the other has better ways to handle COVID or whatever the case may be, tell you, we're going to be in for a rude awakening because... They don't have answers for it. You know what I'm saying? They they just care about how much money they got going on. And the people will come second. So, I don't know, man. But this was a good episode. I'm not going to drag this on too much. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, Trump 2020, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love saying that because it, it gets people wrong. The podcast is going to get shut down. <laughs> Yo, Anchor about to be like, pull the plug on this fool. Spotify about to ban me. <laughs> now I got, yo. Spotify finna be like. <laughs> God damn it, I got hiccups now. Spotify finna be like, a better man is a what? <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about the, the, the thing that the media is trying to cover up, Hunter Biden. 
Um, there's been a lot of stuff going on right now, especially with the presidential debate, but this has been the focus. Um, but I want to talk about him because last night I've, I've been digging and reading about what's going on with his situation. And I think it's uh, pretty important that we really talk about it because as we all know, uh, big tech, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and a lot of places are censoring um, companies from talking about it. So the first thing I want to address real quick. Did you know that Hunter Biden slept with his bro- his dead brother, uh, Bue's wife, less than a year after he died? I'm not surprised. It's disgusting. I mean, I mean, no, that doesn't surprise me at all. But, Human nature to take advantage of people. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how someone can look at their their brothers or sister, you know, significant other is like, oh, I want to take that home. I that's just happens all the time. You'd be surprised. Well, that's beyond me. Um, People take thoughts like that to the grave. But all right, let's let's get into the juicy stuff. I, I just thought that was interesting when I read about that. But so John Paul Isaac came out and he was talking about how uh, Joe Biden, for people uh, for people who don't know, not Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, uh, delivered a laptop to his repair shop um, about a year ago. And he found some stuff on the laptop that he thought the FBI should know about. Now, the biggest criticism going on right now is that um, if the FBI found something, they would have did something about it. But, and I've said this before, they've had it for a year and haven't done anything with it. But they were focused on trying to impeach Trump, finding anything with, within the Russian collusion thing with the whole impeachment movement going on against them that a lot of people feel like that the FBI was holding on to it because they didn't want it to, to leak. And based off what's going on right now with social media platforms, you know, censoring that, this type of material, um, it's not surprising. Um, but a later development that came out um, a couple days ago was that there was some child pornography videos on the laptop. There were nudes on the laptop. Um, there was oh, some- laptop? On Hunter Biden's laptop, um, and there was also some some videos that he had on there as well, and it got leaked out apparently from the the Chinese government, but it came out. So before I even get to the whole money thing, how do you feel about that? Like before before I even talk about Joe Biden, I want to say just because he's Joe Biden's son that. I don't feel like Joe Biden specifically and this particular thing should be in trouble for what his son was doing, but it is something we have to address as it's his son. Yeah. As someone think, who's trying to run for president. Yeah. Where do you think he get it from? I mean, a lot of people, politicians, famous people that, you know, they're all into that type of stuff, you know, but that's a whole nother conversation. And in itself, none of this, none of this surprises me at all. I mean, I I don't think people should blame Joe Biden for what this particular, uh, particular thing is, is going on with, but it is a conversation we have to have because if we have the president of the United States, as in Joe Biden, if he wins, and his son is doing all this scandalous uh, stuff, it is a problem, especially when you bring childs into the equation. And you know what's funny? I'm seeing people negate that. I'm seeing people like, oh, well, it's not going to change my vote. 
Which is, I mean, look, you can vote for Joe Biden if you want, but I think if you're going to overlook this, then, you know, that's a big issue in itself. Um, but anyway, I digress. Let's talk about the money stuff, shall we? So it came out in uh, March 13th, 2017 email that um, Joe Hunter Biden received $3.5 million from the Moscow mayor's wife and that 10% was going to be given to the big man. Um, there's been speculation. Some people are saying it's not Joe Biden, but most people agree it is Joe Biden. How do you feel about that if his father was taking part of that? It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, none of this surprised me at all, man. I'm, I'm telling you. It's all smoke and mirrors. I, I've said this before, man. Politics is is very scummy. Like, I don't understand why people think that when if Joe Biden wins, things are going to just miraculously disappear and we're going to go back to normal. Politics has always normal. been about what people can get for themselves. I mean, it's a very individualized country. Everybody cares about themselves and not other people. Not everybody. Right. Let me clarify that. But most politicians don't care about other people's pockets. Because I can tell you right now, I, like I, I was telling you in a previous episode, um, the the House Committee uh, of Congress that does the overseas uh, legal issues and stuff going on, uh, one thing that I came to the conclusion of, and they talked about this, is how taxpayers pay for, you know, these committees to organize together. So, you know, during the Trump impeachment trial, that was for like two years, they spent $75 million of taxpayers' money for something that wasn't even corroborate, even with the Mueller report coming out. People are, they're using people's taxes to pay for this stuff, you know, they and to pay, you know, their own pockets because most people in Congress they get paid because of our taxes. They get paid when we pay our taxes. So I mean, it, it's all a it's a system designed to fail us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I feel like at this point there has to be a discussion of, and not to get off topic too much, but there has to be a point where we set limits on how long someone can serve in government. Because Nancy Pelosi wants to run uh, for office again. She's going to die next year. Well, I'm, figuratively speaking, she's old as dirt. Why is she still trying to be in power? We can't have people who are 80 years old running a country like their time is up. Their time is coming. I mean, it's slowly ticking for them and people are paying them. <laughs> Millions of dollars to oversee a country that, I mean, they haven't done anything for the time being. So why people think it's going to miraculously change is beyond me. Um, but I mean, I, what do you do? You think there should be a limit on the amount of time someone can hold political power? Um, I think it depends because I mean, I know there's a lot of 70 plus year olds and people who are up there in age that, you know, are, I don't want to say youthful. I don't think that's the right word, but are pretty healthy. But I do think that that should be a concern. 
Yeah, it's I mean, I look, I'm not gonna knock somebody for wanting to pursue a career, but at the same time, when you've been in a position of power for so long and you're 80 years old, it becomes an issue where how do you know what's in the best interest of the American people? Why are old people running this country? Like we need more younger people. Like when you think about the presidential election right now, it's a bunch of 75 plus year old men trying to run a country. That's not a knock on them, but it is something we have to talk about is that why old people are running this country. You know what I'm saying? But you know, um, Hunter Biden, do you feel like Joe Biden, whether it's proven or not, with the election coming up in less than, in about a week, give or take, do you feel like there should be some accountability he has to take and he has to step down uh, from the running? Joe Biden because of his son? Yeah. That's not going to happen. Um, because like you were saying earlier, I mean, they're two completely different people. And uh, it's my assumption that Hunter Biden is a grown ass man. So ultimately what he does and what kind of comes out of the closet in terms of, you know, what he does behind closed doors is, is really on him. However, I mean, me personally, I think, like I said, things like that have to come from somewhere. So I think people should really ask those sorts of questions and then kind of move from there. But I don't, I mean, it's too far, you know, late in the game now for Joe Biden to kind of step down or do anything of that kind of nature. Well, here's the issue that's coming out um, with the media. So Hunter Biden came out like last year and said, he's never talked to his dad about these affairs that he was doing with other countries. But then it was, it came out in a recent report and one of the emails that he actually did talk to his father about some of the stuff that he was doing overseas. So it becomes a conflict of, uh, yeah, conflict of interest. I'm not saying Joe Biden is guilty. I think there is a legal process we have to abide by. I think a lot of people are rushing to conclusions without all the facts being presented. But we're seeing a problem right now with the media is trying to cover up the story. They're banning Twitter accounts. They're banning people from Twitter and Facebook from posting their opinions about this issue. And in the case of all these, um, when the evidence got leaked about the sex tapes and the child pornography stuff coming out, obviously they're going to suppress it. I mean, I don't think anybody wants images or videos of childs floating around, but you don't see the media talking about it at all. You don't see them addressing these issues you don't see them talking about it because the thing for me is i'm a i'm a fair player i feel like if they were they were dragging trump through the mud the moment he got in office to impeach him even with the fact even before the trials and investigation started they were dragging him through the mud trying to get him impeached at all costs but when it comes to joe biden and this situation going on especially with his name being tied to money involved with Hunter, they're trying to suppress the story. So there is some type of media bias going on. I mean, how do you feel about that? I think people are too busy talking about Birkins to be concerned with any of that kind of stuff. So this is one of the reasons why, you know, suppression of what's really going on is a fairly easy, easy thing for them to do because of 
be entertainers that are, you know, super popular because you go on the internet nine times out of 10, you're going to see people preoccupied with talking about handbags that they can't afford versus what's really going on in the world. So, I mean, it's not what we can do. Nah, no, it's not what we can do. And that's got a platform. Yeah. That's why, you know, having this podcast is great because I can freely talk about it without going on Twitter tomorrow and say your account has been suspended. Uh, you know, that's an issue in itself. There's still more details we have to find out. And like I said, I'm not jury and executioner here. I, I'm a fair guy. So until more details come, uh, come out, um, I'm going to hold my judgment. But a lot of people, I will say, because of the suppression that the media has been doing, a lot of people want to change their vote. I was actually, uh, New York Post just put out an article that over 60% of people want to reconsider their vote because of what's going on with the scandal and the media trying to suppress the story. They're not asking Joe Biden about these stories about whether he's getting paid from his son's dealings and stuff like that. And it is an issue. I mean, like I said, I don't think Joe Biden has to go down for everything Hunter has done, but if he is getting paid through other countries because his son is doing some shady business, then, I mean, look, I feel like he shouldn't be running this country if he got the stuff going on. Uh, like I always say, um, you can always support this podcast on Inca.com slash the Prince of Fresh Air. Donations, you know, I'd take $5,000, $10,000, whatever you can spare because I know unemployment is paying. Uh, but joking aside, uh, definitely leave voice messages to be included in future episodes. And like I always say, I hope a hand is a better hand. Thank you.